We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 143. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And we have Shara back this week. Yay! Yay! Le- at least for a little bit. So. Did you all miss me last week? Oh, I totally missed you. I'm sure our fans missed you too. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I know you uh, You got a, little, a daughter that uh, is, what, is she going to dancing school or something? She has cheer camp Cheer this camp. Oh, so we, we've got you at least for the first, for at least for at the, least first the first part. Half. Yeah, so we're going to shove your fun fact segment up into the first half after the tropics update. But uh, anyway, I see you're not uh, sitting outside uh, during no. the porch pod. <laughs> Too windy and cold out there. The, uh, yeah, cold front came through. My goodness. So what was our high today, uh, Corey? Uh, like 74, was it? Somewhere around there? I got it right here. It, it was, was pretty warm when we went to town earlier. Yeah, we wore our shorts and I didn't nice wear shorts, and, but. Well, I had a morning I show it. and it, I didn't even wear a coat. I mean. 77? Yeah. For the high? beautiful. Yep. Yeah, and very, very tropical, very moist outside. It was just like bleh, you know. And uh, of course, you know, I have a morning show and I have an evening show. So normally it's flip flopped. I would wear a coat on the morning show and then, you know, be warmer in the evening show. But this is just flip flopped. So <laughs> yeah, and now, I mean, I, I made this post about one thirty, and I didn't look at the the weather station. I made a post. At one thirty, but I didn't. I did. I looked at the weather station to get the temperature, and then immediately after I pressed publish, Corey texted me and said, "Yeah, it's fallen two degrees." And it's like, "Oh, holy crap! It's going through now." <laughs> and I hadn't even read your post yet when you. I read it after I texted you that, so yeah. I thought. So well, well you literally, were tec- like, you, you were posting that as, as at the same time I was texting. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> and then I went back. And I saw. I was like, "Really?" And I went back, and it kept dropping. It was like two degrees and. And 25 minutes later, 24 minutes later, it was down to 61. I thought, holy cow. Yeah, Kofa, which we knew this was going to happen. Um, yeah. Now, uh, the severe weather is way up to the north. I mean, in northeast Missouri, they had a huge, huge line of severe thunderstorms. And I think northern Illinois is under a tornado watch now for some QLCS. They had a nice... Uh Slight area up there issued for them in for the day one today. You know that a couple of days ago we had that. Uh, it was the marginal. It was even for us, and then they kind of shifted it the next day up to the northeast and a little more, and turned it into a slight risk for today. Finally, and yeah, I mean they plopped that marginal, and I was like, you know, I'm not really sold on that, and I even. I, in a post, I even said, you know, it's not going to mount to anything, and most of it's going to take place up 
you know, well yeah. up north, and it did. And we still got the last little band going through Branson right now. It's uh, about three forty-three on Tuesday. Uh, but the, yeah, temperatures are going to keep falling, keep falling, and keep falling. I don't even know what it is now. My car says fifty. Seven. I just got back from my chiropractor. We're down to 53.6. No way. Exactly. 14 degrees cooler than yesterday at this time. We've had a wind gust of 26.2 miles an hour. Okay, uh, that makes sense. Came through probably about the time the front came through. It was pretty breezy out earlier today. We went to the new Aldi store. And we went to Walmart, and we just were out and about in our shorts because it was nice. Well, how is that Aldi store? I've heard that it's out now. It's yeah. It's open. It's a typical Aldi. Yeah, I will. I like it. I, I mean, it's a nice clean store, get, but you can get some good produce there. A lot of organic stuff, you know. So, oh, okay. Is it cheaper? Some of it is. Yeah. Some is. Some is like the same as Walmart. Some is a little bit more. I got my bananas for like twenty cents cheaper per pound today. Oh my know, gosh! You got to know your prices to know if it's a good deal or not. Gotcha. Yeah, I haven't gone yet. I mean, did did you do you have to put the quarter in and get your cart and then get your quarter back? Well, we had a very kind person that handed us their cart that already had a quarter in it. Oh, how cool! And then and then we passed it off to somebody else when we left. We're like, here's a cart with already has a quarter in it. You know, that's the way to do it. But you, yes, you do have to have a quarter to get your cart. And they don't have like. And then you get your quarter shopping back. bags. You have to. Yeah, you got to bring your own bag. They have them for sale, boxes. like reusable ones for ten cents, or you. Or they have boxes you can use. I mean, can you go in the store without getting a cart? Like, if you just got two, three things to pick sure. up? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You oh, don't okay. have to have a cart. All right. So, I didn't know if that the cart was your entrance ticket just to get it. No, 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 no. We went ahead and got a cart because we didn't know. Well, because someone handed us a cart, basically. Right. But, well, mean, yeah. <laughs> you get your quarter back when you leave. So Yeah. It's a it's deposit like then. Yeah. They well, just want to make sure you put the, the cart back. That's how they keep the parking lot from being cluttered with... So that's how they keep their prices carts. down because they don't have to pay somebody to go out in the parking lot to gather all the carts and they don't have to pay for shopping bags because people are bringing their own. So supposedly that's how they keep the prices down. Well, your bananas were 20 cents cheaper per pound. Yeah. Because Walmart's usually a nickel, you know, cheaper, but not much. But I just, I don't know about going to Walmart and stuff. So, Shara, how do you like driving to Springfield all the time? It's not bad, actually, because I only go three days a week, so. Perfect. Oh, then you're here for it. Well, we're going to have to, as long as I'm in this crazy schedule, uh, this Christmas schedule, which is another week and a half, then we'll just have to try to figure out and coordinate with you on your schedule. But otherwise, after the 20th, I just do night shows, so we can figure out any day in the daytime that you're off to have you on the podcast. And I'll be going to night shift. Oh. At the end of November, I think the last week in November, I switch over to night shift. Oh, gosh. So then I'll be home all day, but, you know. You'll be sleeping, though. Well, some days, but just three days. Oh, that's right. The other days I'll be up. Okay. <laughs> well, it looks like this cold front and this activity is just whipping right through. I mean, there's clearing behind the line. It's a fast-moving system. Uh, deposit the cold air and move out. So tonight... Clouds will be on the decrease. We'll we'll have you know overnight lows in the middle 30s, and then basically this this front just reset all of our temperatures for 60s for highs and and around 40 for lows. I mean, it's and I it's can't fall. complain. No, it's still it in the 60s. Feels fallish out there. Here yeah. we are, almost Veterans Day, 
and we've been wearing shorts in November, so we cannot well, complain. Some of us have. I have not been wearing shorts. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm well, definitely wearing shorts. I am a cold-natured person, and I am still wearing pants, but short sleeves. That's good. Yeah, I got out to play disc golf. I, I was like, well, do I, you know, in the wintertime, I wear my, I got gray sweats that I wear, and it's like, well, do I need to go out? So I went out the other day, and it's like, there's no way. I would burn up. And so I wore my normal shorts and a t-shirt and still sweated. It's November. I mean, really, yeah. guys? Yeah. Well, that's and that's if this change. is a precursor to what winter is going to be like, you know, just a little warmer, a little warmer than I really than need some average. snow this winter. Oh. I don't want to drive in it, so never well, mind. We're looking at the, <laughs> you know, long term stuff, and 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 every long term that I see is above average temperature, below average precipitation. So you know. Yeah, it's going to be another typically warm winter. I think. I mean, it's I think so. still pointless. Uh, I was looking on the GFS, and really over the next two weeks, uh, there's there's like one more system's going to come through, maybe Saturday ish, but. Uh, high pressure is moving in. We're just going to have these fall temperatures. Uh, and long range, uh, I checked, uh, I kind of updated the outline a little bit from the, what, what you guys got because I re-updated it right when I got home. But the GFS is showing uh, around the 22nd, uh, another uh, cold front, you know, powerful sweep of cold air. I mean, that's the 22nd. Today's only the 10th. Right, so we're, yeah. it's just going to be eye candy right now because that's what it did before. And then it turned out to be pretty much a nothing burger. Mm-hmm. But it's wanting to say, uh, I want to kind of transition slowly into the tropics. The name of this episode is Tropical Storm Theta. So we have officially now broken the record. Wow. Correct. Yeah. So, Corey, is and- this Storm 30? Yeah, I think it's thirty. I never really actually saw where, and I may have been out of the loop where because they usually issue you know a tropical depression, tropical depression number twenty nine, tropical depression thirty. But yeah. before I knew it, it was already named as a subtropical storm. Oh now, oh yeah, I was explaining to the band guys like you know if this thing it was an orange X, not a red one, an orange yeah. X, which means seventy percent, you know, probably something in like five days. And I said, yeah, if this thing can. It can. I think this was last night. Uh, if this thing can really get going, then we will officially break it. And I was like, so I went and I checked, and all of a sudden, tropical storm theta. I'm like, holy Crazy. cow, this thing bombed. It well, it had 50 mile an hour winds as soon as that was it was named. Yeah, it's it's bombing. And I checked right before we started recording. It's up to 70. This thing is almost going to be mm. a um, yeah. A, a hurricane, but it's going uh, theta. Let, we'll talk about eta here in a minute. But theta is out. It's way out in the middle of the, the Atlantic, not just all by itself. There's no threat to land, but it's going to the east. It's not going to the west, which that would be towards us. Which for this part of the type time of year, a lot of you have a lot of development down toward the uh, you know the Caribbean. You know, there's a little bit of development going down there right now, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're watching it. Yeah, it, but, uh, yeah, we're yeah. Way that one's kind of way up there and heading towards Spain or somewhere like that. Yeah, yeah, it's towards Africa or England or the Europe or something. It's weird, but way over there. Well, let, let's talk about Ada uh, a little bit. Um, it developed down around Belize, yeah. blew up to a almost a Cat Five, slammed into the Yucatan or Belize uh, around that area. Decreased to a tropical depression, made a U-turn, 
went up back out into the Gulf as a tropical storm, slammed into Cuba, went over to the southern thing, southern tip of Florida, just bypassed Key West, made another U-turn, went west, and then kind of a little south, and it's back in the uh, Gulf of Mexico. Now it's going to make a really hard dogleg right, and it's headed north. I mean, this thing is just... Yeah, it's... Sounds like it's making a lot of illegal U-turns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, see, this tropical system is is Greek, so they don't know they don't know the rules. They don't oh, know the rules of how right. you're supposed to go. American tropical storms. They just go wherever they want to the go. Greek, the Greek alphabet. They have their own set of rules. You can't be making U-turns in no. the middle of the country. Uh, you know, that that's right. But, you know, people... I saw this on the Weather Channel. I thought this was a little interesting fact. Um, the... Um, uh, there's been several tropical systems that have made multiple landfalls, but there's only one that holds the record, and that is Hurricane Tropical. I'll say Tropical System. I guess it's a hurricane. Fay in 2008, it made four landfalls in Florida. Now we're t- I'm just talking what? Florida, <laughs> and it showed the path. It just went it, like it came in and went back out, and then came back in, yeah, and then yeah. went back out. And then up and then around. Yeah, four actual. But there's been several that have made two or three landfalls. And That's crazy. Ada I never has, thought of that. Ada's already made one in Florida. Yeah. But it's like actually the third landfall went it totally, Corey, because it went down the Yucatan. Then it went over landfall of Cuba. Then Florida. I don't know. It's it's 2020, you know. It is. For They're sure. supposed to die out when they hit land. Well, they do, but not you turn and go get out in the wind, go get out in the ocean and get stronger. It, well, yeah, <laughs> well, know, it was so kinda... strong when it hit, you know, the Nicaraguan coast down there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a Cat Four. Yeah, one. I mean, if it were wow. to keep going to the west, it could have went into the other ocean. But it didn't turn and just kept. You know, it, it, it's a really a fan of the Caribbean. Yeah, I would. I are <laughs> destroying it. <laughs> Man, not a fan. Well, yeah, I mean, I know there's going to be a a, a, a trailer map of where Ada went. I, I'd love mm-hmm. to post that because once it makes its final landfall around Tallahassee as a tropical storm, not a hurricane, it's probably not going to gain that much strength. I mean, we're we're getting close to the end of the hurricane season, so yeah, you know, they're probably not going to get quite as strong as they do in the normal. Uh, they yeah, will but, if they're way I mean, south. It's, we had a cat four in november that's pretty big so is this because of the mild like because the temperatures are so warm so far that they just keep developing or does this have nothing to do with that well um not sure just atmospheric conditions are just kind of kind of pointing it that way uh because there's a high pressure out in the atlantic and that's more than likely what's steering theta the other way because in high pressure, winds travel counterclockwise. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I was looking for. I was looking at the stare down. I was getting the stare down. I was like, oh, the pressure's no. on. <laughs> no, Corey's I, supposed to be giving me hints over here. And he's totally well, if I did that, it's like me. I'm no. waiting for some finger motions of which way to go. Well, when you see a hurricane, it's counterclockwise. I know. The low pressure system. That's low, yes. yeah. But that's okay. Uh, well, I got to get Sherry's going here. I'm never going to get it right. 
<laughs> but anyway, so it's south of Theta. Yeah, you are paying attention now. Yeah, but it, it's pushing Theta the other <laughs> direction. So it's on the north side of that high pressure. But on the on the southern part of that high pressure, which is going clockwise, is pushing Ada to the west. So it's just a big mess. It's just a big mess out there. And what once was Odalis in the Pacific, uh, we knew that was just going to collapse in a day or two. It's gone. And the Central Pacific, nothing. Hawaii is the place to be. There's nothing going on out there. So how's nope. that? Are you tired? I'm okay. <laughs> we're, we're throwing all this information at you. Cher's heads, her eyeballs are like twirling around over there. <laughs> Adjusting, readjusting to work life. Oh, I know. Well, since Shara needs, uh, you got your your fun facts up. We're gonna. Uh, yep. Okay, she's gonna get those. Yeah, she's got to leave here in about uh, ten minutes or something to go take Jilly to her cheer camp. So we're gonna push the Shara's fun facts up into now. So, uh, and since I'm in Christmas chaos mode i still don't have a drop i haven't even been home hardly so so share is fun facts ding 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 i'll work on that i feel kind of bad because it's technically christmas in branson oh and i still have fall facts i'm gonna have to come out with the christmas facts, well but, but it, it's fall it's still fall it's i mean still fall it's, technically but it's, yeah technically it's not meteorological winter until the first of december so you got a right. couple of weeks yet. i'm okay. good i'm gonna i've got i still have like tons of fall facts to get out there so i've got sure to get them all in in the month of november so i can enjoy all the christmas facts there you go okay so all right so here's one i found catching a fall leaf can actually bring you good luck this is one I had never read. So, you know, if you're a superstitious type anyway, for however many fall leaves you can catch before they hit the ground, you have that many more months of good luck in the new year. So, oh. everybody get outside and start catching them fall leaves because Lord knows we need a good 2020. Oh, one. God, 2021. I know. 2020 stunk. Yes. Interesting. Squirrels forget about the majority of the nuts they bury. I, I feel their pain, really, because, you know, I hide things around the house, and I put things up so they'll be super safe, and then when we need them, I have no idea where they are. So squirrels so, hoard, go get a whole bunch of nuts, hoard them, and bury them, and then exactly. forget about them. <laughs> they spend their entire fall days collecting and caching nuts, meaning they hide the tasty treasures away in spots where they hope to find them later, and then you see them collecting. But anyway, in a 1998, which was a very long time ago, yes, yes. study by the University of Richmond found that squirrels fail to recover up to 74% of the nuts they bury, which is, you know, why we have a good forest going because they left all them nuts buried and they grew trees. Oh my gosh. It's so nature's way. We wouldn't have, you know, trees. So that's a good thing they forgot half the nuts. They awesome. Grew. Okay. That's interesting. Um, let's see. Okay, so everybody wanting to rake up those leaves that are falling, mm -hmm. which I know I've been there. We've had leaves all over our lawn, and we want to rake them. Leave the ones that are around your trees and, like, around your perennial shrubs and your beds. Um, apparently, you might think... Oh. <laughs> you might think as soon as a few leaves fall down, you've got to get outside and rake them up. That's actually not the case. In reality, those leaves insulate the seeds in the ground below and provide them with the nutrients as they break down and decay. So that's what makes your flowers and your trees and everything healthy for the next year. 
So leave the ones around your trees, leave the ones around your shrubs and your plants. Leave those be because it's good for the soil. Because I have heard that. I mean, everybody's putting like mulch stuff. You know, they go and mulch the leaves and put it all around, you know, make it yeah. around your trees Yeah, so they and make stuff. really great mulch yeah. and they're free. You don't have to go buy mulch. You don't have to buy it. Perfect. Okay, so I like it. T- tempura fried maple leaves. It's a new delicacy you can try. Tempura fried maple leaves they're a delicacy in japan no thank you brings tons of seasonal treats you know like apple cider and pumpkin spice everything under the sun but in japan you can essentially taste the season itself by nibbling on crispy tempura tried maple fried (laughs) maple leaves the delicacy is called momohi and it's typically served in mino city osaka Oh, so, I wonder if, if Shoji bored, knows that. I don't know. If you're bored, go outside and get some of the leaves off your ground and fry them and try them and let them know. <laughs> let us know how that comes out for you because I don't Wow. Think, yeah. I, I mean, think of animals like peeing on my leaves and stuff, and I don't think I want to do Yeah, I don't, I don't think I want any. Yeah, because that's just nature. No. Uh, that is I'll, a delicacy in Japan. Well, then they can have it. I'll just use the, the leaves to, to, to mulch and nutrisize right. my... I'm good with that, too. I don't think I'm going to be eating any leaves. But, you know, unless yeah. I get lost in the woods somewhere, then I'll know I can... You have to, them. right. <laughs> All right, last one. There's a word for the sound of rustling leaves. I did not know this. Russell, Ooh. Russell. Russell, Russell. Russell, The sound of leaves and trees rustling in the wind is one of the most satisfying noises of the season. We all know that. Sleep with your windows open and listen to the leaves. The next time you hear it, you'll know it has a name. It's called pitherism, which is not spelled anything like it sounds. Okay, how do you spell it? Which comes, it's P-S-I-T-H-U-R-I-S-M. I'm sure the P isn't. The S is silent. I've looked it up. Oh, really? Yeah, the P silent. I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> oh, yes. The P is not silent. The S is silent. It's pitherism, which comes from the Greek word pitheros, meaning whispering. Interesting. And wow. And there you have it. Wow, that deserves some applause. <laughs> you can't say that on podcast. I think that's like I know that's probably like copyrighted, but it's Paul the rest Harvey. of the story by Shara. It's the rest of <laughs> my story. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, good. It, okay, so that's for this week. Okay, we had to so, do extra ones because I missed last week. So sorry, you had to listen to. No, like that's fine. Oh, I love it because all that fun stuff. I mean, I don't know half of that. I mean, I, I learn don't. stuff new every week. Like I'm learning stuff every time I have to look stuff up for y'all. See, Corey, that's why we need Shara on the podcast all the time, because she looks mm-hmm. up cool fun facts for us. I edumacate you. Uh huh. Back golly. <laughs> well, okay, so we got that. Okay, so good. So now you're good. Uh, I'm good, and I have to go in like two minutes. So in, oh, two minutes. Thank you, and good night. Yes. Okay. So we'll have Shara back. Next week, we'll figure out when we're going to do the podcast next week. So, when your schedule and my schedule, it's just crazy. Again, after next week, it'll be much, much easier on me uh, to coordinate all this. So, great. Uh, well, Corey, let's get to the drought. What? Uh, anything new? I mean, well, probably nothing new since last There's week. nothing new because 
We haven't had a new draft drought report since our last podcast, since we did it last week on Thursday, and today's only Tuesday. And it came out Thursday, yeah. Yeah, and we haven't had a whole lot of more rain, but but we had a huge decrease, you know, in that past report, because we're not in Taney County in, under anything. We're not abnormally dry, and I look out, and everything's wet right now, so. Uh, yeah, but no ponding, need that, yeah. We just need to, we just need that rain to continue you know once or twice a week and i think we'll be all right but i just don't know if that's gonna happen yeah i mean you know like i said that gfs there's one little other shot that may be something on saturday but it's not look you know it's a quick mover i mean i don't what do we get today uh let me look up my oh uh, it was like I, a tent maybe i was gonna say was uh okay Ooh, it is four o'clock and our weather station says 52.5 huh and for the day, for the day, it says we have thirteen hundredths of an yeah. inch. So I was, I was close. Yeah, about ten. You know, the National Weather Service did say a tenth of an inch, maybe a quarter in the heavier activity. But all of that is up there. I mean, there's tornado warnings out um, up there. I checked uh, uh, radar scope, which I love radar scope, and. Uh, there was close to, uh, where was that at up there? Chicago, not Chicago. Oh, it was like Ottawa, Princeton, Illinois. There's, from, there's a line from Peoria to Rockford heading into Chicago, and it's all severe. I don't see any tornado warnings right now. Yeah, and, and these aren't like your big supercells. These are the QLCS, the little you know frontline spinners, as I call them, and... So, but nothing down here. And but every you see every single county from south of Peoria up to Milwaukee is severe warned. It's insane. Yeah. Of course, you know our listeners. They by the time they hear this, all this will be gone anyway. So, <laughs> right. Oh well, goodness me. Well, you know, since we're still doing hurricanes, I I looked at the hurricane for the weather school. We haven't done hurricanes for a while, so okay. This will explain this weather school today. Will explains all about hurricanes and how they form, and all the cool ones from the past. And remember, Faye, two thousand eight, made that landfall. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you wanna know. Stormed our weather school. A tropical system has developed in the Gulf of Mexico. We've just gone under a hurricane warning. Do we need to evacuate or can we just ride it out? A tropical cyclone is a rapidly rotating storm system characterized by a low-pressure center, a closed low-level atmospheric circulation, strong winds, and a spiral arrangement of thunderstorms that produce heavy rain. Depending on its location and strength, a tropical cyclone is referred to by many different names, including a hurricane, a typhoon, tropical storm, cyclonic storm, 
tropical depression, and simply a cyclone. A hurricane is a tropical cyclone that occurs in the Atlantic Ocean and northeastern Pacific Ocean, and a typhoon occurs in the northwestern Pacific Ocean, while in the South Pacific or Indian Ocean, comparable storms are referred to simply as tropical cyclones or severe cyclonic storms. Tropical refers to the geographic origin of these systems, which form almost exclusively over tropical seas. Cyclone refers to their winds moving in a circle, whirling around a central clear eye, with the winds blowing counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere and blowing clockwise in the southern hemisphere. The opposite direction of circulation is due to the Coriolis effect. Tropical cyclones typically form over large bodies of relatively warm water. They derive their energy through the evaporation of water from the ocean's surface, which ultimately recondenses into clouds and rain when moist air rises and cools to saturation. Coastal regions are particularly vulnerable to the impact of a tropical cyclone compared to inland regions. The primary energy source for these storms is warm ocean waters. Therefore, these storms are typically strongest when over or near water and weaken quite rapidly over land. Coastal damage may be caused by strong winds and rain, high waves due to winds, storm surges due to severe pressure changes, and the potential for spawning tornadoes in outer bands once they move on shore. At the center of a mature tropical cyclone, the air sinks rather than rises. For a sufficiently strong storm, air may sink over a layer deep enough to suppress cloud formation, thereby creating a clear eye. The weather inside the eye is normally calm and free of clouds, although the sea may be extremely violent. The eye is normally circular in shape and is typically 19 to 40 miles in diameter, though eyes as small as 1.9 miles and as large as 230 miles have been observed. The cloudy outer edge of the eye is called the eye wall. The eye wall typically expands outward with height resembling an arena football stadium. This phenomenon is sometimes referred to as the stadium effect. The eye wall is where the greatest wind speeds are found. Air rises most rapidly. Clouds reach to their highest altitude and precipitation is the heaviest. The heaviest wind damage occurs where a tropical cyclone's eye wall passes over land. Tropical cyclones span a large range of sizes from 62 to up to 1,243 miles as measured by the radius of the vanishing wind. They are largest on average in the northwest Pacific Ocean Basin and the smallest in the northeastern Pacific Ocean Basin. If a tropical system travels northward outside of the tropics region, then it is considered extratropical or a mid-latitude cyclone. Subtropical systems can form pretty much any time of the year. 
Their characteristics differ slightly from the usual tropical cyclone in the fact that their energy source is derived from wind patterns rather than the warm water, as their sea surface temperatures is usually a little lower than a typical cyclone, and this inhibits their ability to rapidly grow. Subtropical cyclones usually don't become hurricanes due to their unusual structure. When a tropical system develops in a closed circulation, then the storm merits a name. The names are chosen by the World Meteorological Organization each year. Up until 1978, only female names were used, but in 1979, male and female names were included in the list for naming storms in the Atlantic and Gulf of Mexico. For Atlantic hurricanes, there is a list of names for each six years. That means one list is repeated every seven years. The only time that there's a change is if a storm is so deadly or costly that the future of its name on a different storm would be inappropriate. If that occurs, then that particular storm name is retired. We hope this gives you some insight on hurricanes as we enter hurricane season. These tropical storms are not to be messed with. If you happen to get under a tropical storm warning or a hurricane warning, then evacuate, because it has been determined that a dangerous weather situation is headed your way. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com, and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. Hurricanes, cyclones, typhoons, what else do you call them? I don't know. Uh, I have to go back and listen to the weather school. Yeah. Whirling dervishes. I don't know out there. (laughs) So there's hurricanes, and uh, I think we're still going to keep going. Like I said, that that, uh, the GFS around, you know, end of the month still i wants to bring another tropical system in so that would be the, what's the next one it's theta and iota iota ooh that'll be my favorite i think <laughs> as long as it doesn't like slam into anything but yeah, okay well. well it's time for in other news so i have absolutely nothing cuz i'm in christmas so Corey, do you got anything over there not really Oh, okay. Well, then, glad you enjoyed us for the podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one thing, but okay. I seem to have misplaced it. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're looking I, for it. <laughs> I go through, what I do is I go through, and all week, I, if I see a, an interesting article, uh, either on my Facebook or Twitter or just online, I hit the, the save button, and then I never remember where to go look when I save them, but I found this one. <laughs> okay. So the Great Conjunction is coming up. Do you know what that that is? What is it? What's going to happen in downtown Branson tomorrow? Uh, no, no, oh. no, it's not. Okay. Uh, and and it will be downtown Branson. Will be busy. I oh, that, oh that's the Great Congestion. That's what it is tomorrow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, but the Great Conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn is going to occur uh, later. It's actually. The planets are getting closer and closer and closer every night 
up until now, until December 21st, when they'll be at their closest, which is odd because that's the winter solstice. That's winter so- Oh, so everything's going to align? Yeah, I don't think it really has... I think maybe that's just a coincidence that it's occurring that day, maybe. Wow. It's not really a, but, uh, okay. This is their closest encounter since the year 1623. Oh, my God. And... What that means is on December 21st, Jupiter and Saturn will appear to us on the Earth as one giant single star because they're going to be so close together. Oh, that's that bizarre. Our eyes won't be able to differentiate. So they're going to be like a – let's see if I can find the exact uh, measurements here. It tells how how close they're going to be. Uh, z- zero point one zero two degrees apart from earth so that's like we won't be able to tell the difference so wow we'll be able to see both now we'll be able to see them both now getting closer and closer and closer up until then but that week they're going to be so close that it's going to be pretty cool i wish i had a nice telescope that's one thing i want to invest in someday i want to spend like three grand on a nice telescope that uh, will hook right into my Mac and right into my computer, and I can say, "Show me Jupiter," and it'll just go to Jupiter from my telescope. You know, <laughs> that's what I want. That would be cool for Stormdar some days. You know, oh yeah, something, something cool in the skies happening. You know, the Stormdar cool. Telly, yes, telescope. Stormdar, Stormdar telescope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can make another jingle. So there, you yeah, go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that's really all I got. You know. It's, uh, well, that's going to be really, I mean, to look up in the sky and to see one thing and know that all the planets, all, all of them? Jupiter and Saturn. Oh, just Jupiter and Saturn are going to be, bam. Yeah, because yeah. I've been looking out at night. I mean, now it's pretty much gone now, but I would come home and look up in kind of like the eastern sky up about maybe 40, 45 degrees, and all of a sudden I would see a red star. Yeah, I thought, that is so weird. I saw it was a Mars had a maybe it was as close as it was going to be in like 30 years. Yeah. This past this past month or two ago. I can't remember what it was called, but uh, I remember seeing something about that. Huh? Well, all those Uranus was the Uranus was huge on Halloween. I I remember that one. Okay. So I I can't wait till 2021 gets here. Just leave 2020 behind. We're going to have to do like a recap, a weather recap of all the stuff, you know. But, you know, it's not out of the question that we're still, like we did that one year in 2005, just keep getting these random, you know, That's storms. what I assume is going to happen. You know, 2005 had a lot of storms, and but they were larger. Some of them were larger. We haven't had as many large storms, but we've had more in 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the year's not over yet. I do nope. expect it to continue up until almost January. That's what it did in 2005. This is crazy. It went, it went through January, actually. It went... Yeah, into the next year. Into the next year. So... Yeah. Now, did we decide, like, if a storm de- develops into the next year, it's it's the, like an A, right? If it develops after January 1st... Develops it's, it's after. It's an A. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. It's so. still whatever is, you know, the previous season was on... If it goes into it, doesn't, it doesn't become a new name after the first. It, okay, it, that makes it sense. It keeps the old one. 
That makes sense. But cool. I wonder if we'll have any early storms next year. I don't know. We'll see what uh, La Nina brings, I guess. Yeah, and check those sea surface temperatures. Ooh, yeah. we'll see what the Atlantic's going on out there. Well, I think Shara's probably gone right now, so let's get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's the Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week, and we will toss it to Corey this week. So what Today's is, yes. Weather Word of the Week is Incas. Ooh. Okay. Haven't we had this one? I've, I've heard this before. Maybe I'm not Yeah, we here, haven't but... had it. It didn't show up in my, my thing. So Incus. I-N-C-U-S. Incus. It's uh, also known as an anvil cloud in a cumulonimbus cloud. Or... What? Let yeah. Me go back. Also known as an anvil cloud in a communalist cloud, which yeah. is yeah. My phone is. <laughs> I, I see. I have these. I'm reading this off my phone, and since my wife dropped my phone in the pool, I have these squiggly lines that go over oh, my screen. Yeah. I can't tell. <laughs> yeah. Also known as an anvil cloud. Uh, certain letters are changed here. So. Oh, that's right. Actually, is a. It, okay. See, there's a line going right through the. It looks like it yes. is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is a cumulonimbus cloud, which has reached the level of stratospheric stability and has formed the characteristic flat anvil top shape. It signifies the thunderstorm is in its mature stage. Yeah, I mean, we just call it an anvil, uh, but yeah. uh, the technical word is incus, I-N-C-U-S. And from those anvils, you can get those really cool, cool, eerie clouds called mamatis. I love those clouds. We haven't had the, the clouds weather school in a while. No. We haven't had any good clouds in a while either. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I got a good sunset the other night. Oh, uh, I see. Is the one you Facebook. posted? Yeah. Yeah, that was beautiful. So that, I... What? I was going to say, that had all the colors. It had purple. It had all of the colors in there, didn't it? Yeah, it was... Uh, I, I actually zoomed in... See, if I take a photo, I can zoom, but if I take 4K video, I can't zoom. Oh. So I can get closer, and sometimes when the sunsets are the best, is also on windy days, so that drone why is, is up that? there just rocking around. Oh. I wonder why the windy days would be... Well, it's not necessarily all windy days, but... If there's clouds in the atmosphere, usually when there's no clouds, there's no color, there's no nothing, and there's no wind. So, but I don't show the sunset because it wasn't all that spectacular. But if there's some kind of a disturbance moving through or something or a front, you know, it's windier. Oh, I just I just called up our site. You you posted the time lapse. Oh yeah, I did. I forgot about that. Oh, how cool! I, I should I texted it to you. I should have just sent it and dropped it in the. I mean, I was out the door. I had to go to the chiropractor. But oh yeah, you can tell, boy, you can really. Well, I was tell. sitting here waiting for your chiropractor to, to be done, so I was bored, so I just posted it. <laughs> you know, it still looks good. It still looks on there. Yeah. I was hoping we would get like a roll cloud or something, but the dynamics just weren't that strong down here. Well, the clouds went crazy there at the end of that time lapse. They were going in every which direction on the different layers. It was pretty cool. Yeah, and about. 13 seconds in, you can definitely tell when the actual front front came through. And that's yeah. probably about 130. Yeah. Seeming that that's when our temperatures started falling. Well, what's the temperature now? Uh, it's see. dropping. 
it's 51.8. God, it is 51.6, dropping even more. 16 degrees down from yesterday. Yeah. On our way to, what do we say, 36? I think that's what it said. And Springfield, a tad cooler. Now, I did notice, and I don't know why, you Texas is before, uh, Miami, Oklahoma, northeast Oklahoma, and portions of northwest Arkansas, another freeze warning. Another yeah. Yeah. freeze warning. I mean, I'm, I was under the impression that you get a freeze warning. I know they've had more than two already. Oh, gosh, yes. This is like the third or the fourth one already. Yeah, so. But the only thing I can think of is maybe it's different when you get to the southern because we're on the central. We're, we're still on central CW and NWS. You know, CRH when you enter the address, central regional headquarters. But, mm-hmm. uh, but Tulsa is on southern and Arkansas is on the southern regional headquarters. So I'm wondering if their criteria is different. You know, I never even realized that before. I, I learned something just now. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really easy now because it's weather.gov. It used to be like... I remember N- that. NWS. All kinds of different... Yeah, CRH. Names. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so easy. I mean, anyone, of course, can uh, access the National Weather Service. It's weather.gov. Don't go dot com. That's the weather no. channel. So they name winter storms. Don't do that. Don't, don't go to dot com. <laughs> weather.gov slash Springfield, and you get right to our things. And I think it's Tulsa's the same way, maybe. I don't know. But all the offices, they've, they've redone their thing. And I think they're getting the new radar page at some point. Well, yeah, I've been looking December at the beta page for quite a while. I mean, it's been up for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, it says yeah. on or about December 8th, the web pages here at radar.weather.gov, G-O-V, will be replaced. So you can go there. And, and it I, has all the products that, you know, we are familiar with in Radar Scope that, you know, people can pull up now. So Oh, yeah. And, and move around. I like it because you can get a nice uh, uh, national view of everything. Mm-hmm. Wow, boy, I am in snow. Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna have to be posted. Well, I'm still gonna stick with radar scope. I mean, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> that. That's the ultimate, I think, for what what we do. But it, but the, the weather, National Weather Service, that is a nice little page there. Well, I think we're just rambling now. We probably better think about tying a knot on this. Um, we'll talk off off the podcast to see when shares next days or. Or next week, she has off, so she can be back on. And wow, between with, between our schedules, we'll we'll figure something out. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. So, anyway, got anything else to add? Uh, nope. Uh, the temperature's dropping. I'm gonna put some pants on if I go outside and not wear my shorts. Yeah, the rest of the afternoon. I have to get by. By the time you go to work, it's gonna be in the 40s. It looks like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna sweatshirt and my coat mm-hmm. <laughs> for tonight. But but that's you know it's it's harder to do. Christmas shows in the seventies as it in in the forties. It was harder to, when I worked at Silver Dollar City. You're doing Christmas dressed up as an elf, <laughs> and it's eighty degrees outside. You know, yeah. People enjoy Christmas in Branton when it's actually a little cooler. I think. Yeah, and it'd be even better if it were snowing. Well, that would be awesome. We, we, we can't. We can't. We can't foresee that that happening. No. Well, just I, ha- I don't have to just keep checking. I mean, yeah, the, the, if the GFS is any, any, anything is like, no, it, or we'll, get, these... we'll get teased a couple oh, yeah. times or three times or four times and then get disappointed. That happens every year. Yeah. I can guarantee you we'll get teased. <laughs> yeah. I need to start doing some more live casting too. So we'll, 
Yeah, we're getting to that time of year. And also, I need to, to plug the uh, Road Conditions Group. We have the Stormdark Weather Road Conditions Group, which is actually very popular. We have just shy of 4,000 now. I, th- I think it's just shy of 4,000 around uh, to join that group. Report any road conditions, uh, icy, floody, snowy, road closures. Uh, our, our buddy John uh, posted like uh, the 86 Bridge was going to close. Or something like that. I mean, I just looked at the site the other day. We we love that kind of thing. It helps drivers, and especially in the winter time, which it gets a little oh, yeah. sleety outside. You want to know, you know, is it, do I need to change my my uh, path to work or whatever I need to do? So I think it helps with floods too. We haven't had any big floods lately, but people can post, you know, road closings for flooding, and we'll see what the spring. Spring rains bring this year. We're only about three and a half months away from I know March. Can you believe it? It's we're three yeah. and a half months away from meteorological spring. I'm ready. That's what Corey and I get all excited on the the spring. Hopefully, we'll have at least a decent severe weather uh, season. We'll see. Yeah, but we'll keep you updated. So. All right, well, I think it's about time to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Wait, 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 we gotta turn that fan off. Hold on, we gotta turn our fan off. Seriously, you can hear the I'm fan? I'm dead serious. Go turn it off. You can't hear my heater running over here. You know it. <laughs>